Hello, everybody, and this is the Chocolate News Podcast. I am your co-host, Andrea Carter, filling in for the vacationing, John Reese. And if you don't know, the Cincinnati Herald has been around since 1955 and is the leading African-American-owned newspaper in the greater Cincinnati area and northern Kentucky area. Today, we have with us our digital correspondent, me, Andrea Carter, and I'm going to talk to you today about a few of the hot news stories of the week. So let's get this party started. So starting off, I'm going to, a, a story that's been breaking earlier today was the release of the Minnesota, the release of the report regarding the Minnesota Police Department, which began after the killing of George Floyd. And this two, this report coming after two years of investigation by the Minnesota Department of Human Rights found that the Minnesota Police Department has engaged in a pattern of race discrimination for at least a decade, including stopping and arresting Black people at a higher rate than white people, using force more often on people of color and maintaining a culture where racist language is tolerated a state investigation launched was, you know, the, the state investigation said. I think what was interesting, the report said the police department data demonstrated significant racial disparities with respect to officers' use of force, traffic stops, searches, citations, and arrests. It said the officers used covert social media to surveil Black individuals and Black organizations unrelated to criminal activity and maintain an organizational culture where some officers and some supervisors use racist, misogynistic, and disrespectful language with impunity. This investigation is not about one individual or one incident, but it's about the fact that there was such bad behavior during the George Floyd arrest and after the George Floyd arrest that there had to be an investigation. Now, this is not the Department of Justice investigation. This is just the Department of Human Rights investigation in Minnesota. So it's going to be interesting to see what the DOJ says on top of what this report. I think many of those, many of us who have not been to Minnesota, you should know that the Black population in Minnesota is not that large. My family, I'll just let all everyone know that my mother's family is from Minnesota, especially from the St. Paul area. Um, she grew up, in fact, she lived on Rondo, and in fact, that street and many parts of the Black community were um, destroyed when they put in the highway. And um, But I've heard many stories growing up in Minnesota that my mother grew up in St. Paul, so I'm not surprised by these findings because the Black population has never been that big. Now, there has grown some with a large contingent of African immigrants having come to Minnesota. But it's always been small. And in fact, a number of Black people can trace their roots back to when a number of, of Black men brought their families with them when they started working the railroad. Um, and they were the, not the conductors, but they were the, um, I forgot what they're called. I knew, I remember it as the name of George, but um, so that's what's going on with Minnesota. Next up, um, another interesting story that has occurred um, yesterday came out that Vice President um, Kamala Harris and her husband, Doug Emhoff, both tested positive for COVID. Um, they are both doing well. They're staying way away from the president and the first lady. They have not been around the president and first lady for, for a while, but they have attended some, um, they've been traveling across the country. So they've picked us up. So now isolating 
They're doing well, everyone's watching them, so we're wishing them the very best. Another story based on COVID is another report that has come out um, that we have up on the Cincinnati Herald website with the title of the stark reality of parents, um, COVID deaths, the grandparents step in. Now, you know, grandparents have been stepping in and raising their grandchildren for decades. I mean, a number of generations can look to their grandparents serving as mom and dad when things have happened to their father or mother. Um, so now, because of COVID, in the newly published report, it is found that over 200,000 children have lost their parents to COVID. And many became orphans because they lost both sets of parents. And so the grandparents have assumed the role of primary caregivers to their young charge. So it, it, it's, it's a tradition in the Black family for grandparents to take over the raising of the children. But unfortunately, due to the pandemic, it has happened more so than ever before. So I would say if you see a grandmother out there struggling with a little child, just give them a sweet smile, say, can I help you? And just keep on stepping and wish them well. And because they're a caregiver where they probably didn't expect to be a caregiver, caregiver ever before. The next hot news story for Chocolate News is real quick, it's still unfolding. Elon Musk is going to acquire Twitter for $440 billion. Um, he's gonna take it private. Um, this is gonna be interesting regarding free speech. What's gonna happen to people who have been banned from Twitter before? Um, we'll see if they're gonna have any um, um, regulation, strict regulation regarding misinformation and things like that. So it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with Twitter in the coming months when Elon Musk takes over. And then final story for Chocolate News is a very uplifting story. You know, we always hear about Iris Rowley, Black United Front, Bomani Tayembe, who was the lead plaintiff of the DOJ, uh, of the lawsuit that was um, brought against the city of Cincinnati and which the collaborative agreement was created out of. But there were a number of other people who were part of that lawsuit where they had 16 cases that were merged into the bigger lawsuit. And we don't know them as well, but they are the unsung heroes of the collaborative agreement. And the collaborative agreement is now 20 years old. So on Sunday, May 1st, from 12 to 4 p.m. at Park Place Restaurant in Wanted Hills, there is a special brunch that's being held. Um, and you can go if you're part of the public, you know, the public is invited, I should say, to um, hear their stories. Charles Wiley, who was a lead plaintiff in the lawsuit, is hosting this event for everyone else to talk about what they went through, what their story is, and why they chose to join the lawsuit with the result of the collaborative agreement. Just to give you an idea of who's of the 16 cases that were part of the collaborative, part of the lawsuit that led to the collaborative agreement was Elise Carpenter, mother of Michael Carpenter, by Bomani Tayembe, Vincent Clark, and Terry Horton. Angela Leisure, mother of Timothy Thomas, Lisa Youngbug Smith, Johnny Harris, Stephanie and Paul Keith, Irinko Martin, Roderick Glenn, Arnold White, Tony Stilwell, Sheila Barnes, Antonio Johnson, Matthew Shaw, Mark A. Ward, and Ronnie Culberson, and Charles A. Riley. Reverend Damon Lentz of New Prospect Baptist Church is expected to say a prayer. Iris Rose is also supposed to be there to speak as well. And Lincoln Well will be there to provide the introduction. It should be a great time of haul, and I hope everyone attends. And um, that is it for the chocolate news. So 
today, I'm very happy to say that um, on Saturday, we are, um, the city of Cincinnati will get to experience once again, the 18th annual, we must save ourselves, Health Expo hosted by the Center for Closing the Health Gap. And today we have with us from the Center for Closing Health, Health Gap is Durance Daniels. Hi, Durance. Hey, Andrew. Thanks again for having us. We're really excited about the 18th Annual Health Expo down in Washington Park this Saturday, April 30th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Once again, that title was We Must Save Us. And yes, man, we are truly excited about it. I, I, I thank you for attending. And I know it has been a very challenging few months. Well, I shouldn't say a few months, a challenging few years where we where everything stopped. We couldn't hold in-person events. It was all been on Zoom. The Center for Closing the Health Cap has been prominent in keeping us informed regarding the, the pandemic, how it's affecting the Black community, what the medical community has been saying, and things like that, helping to spread the word and handing out masks and hand sanitizer and encouraging everyone to get um, vaccinated. Yeah, absolutely. Once, once, once the once, once COVID nineteen and the pandemic struck, you know, obviously, just like everybody else, we had to make adjustments in life. And you know, with the Center for Closing the Health Gap, and obviously, you know, our, our CEO Renee Behappy Harris is is really prideful upon, and the work that we do is listening to the residents and meeting them where they are. And once the once obviously once the pandemic hit, where everybody was was inside, so we had to adjust on how we reached out to the residents and how we reached out to the folks of Hamilton County, especially those that, that are underserved and underprivileged and, and, and those that look like us that are black and brown communities. Um, how do they now navigate in, in this in this new world of, of COVID-19? So as you mentioned, vaccine information, which wasn't, you know, later, you know, didn't come later on into the pandemic, but for the before then, right? How to properly wear a mask. Um, the information on what was taking place within um, different CDC guidelines. You know, sometimes those things are could be a little bit confusing. But when you have folks that, once again, um, speak your language or from your community, the um, the information is only uh, received that much more better, and um, and it's only trusted that much more. So once again, you know, the Center for Closing Health Gap was was instrumental um, throughout uh, the pandemic, and 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 once again, as not just as as someone who's been inside and outside of of the organization, you know, I can always say that. That one thing that the Center for Closing the Health Gap has always strived to do, and even with that, we even with our We Must Save Us campaign, is empower and give the tools back to the people and allow folks to control their own health and their own destiny. And don't and don't get swayed by what they hear on on whether it's, 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 it's social media or, or on the radio or the news. Gather your own information, and we're here to once again empower you with those tools to get get that done. So. Luckily made it, um, you know, once again, I want to say we made it, but we've definitely um, have progressed through these past two years. And, and now we're able to come back outside once again. Last year, it was, it was um, one where we had it at a, um, in a televised um, section, which, which was cool. Folks who never experienced the Health Expo before were able to now experience it from their own homes. And we'll have that component too as well, thanks to our partners at, at Tunnels Will. If you watch at noon and um, on April 30th, you'll still get that virtual experience, which we did last year. But this year, we're we're encouraging everybody to come on out, come on outside. We have a, a ton of screenings. Uh, we have great entertainment that's here this year. Uh, we have a new uh, fitness uh, 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 
pavilion in our green, uh, fitness in the green, 8.30 in the morning. Once again, it's just, it's so exciting. So I know we'll get into some of those details, but I know we were talking about COVID a little bit and just the work once again, the, the multiple shops, um, shop at the shop, the multiple um, reaching out to our seniors and in their senior homes. So much work was done behind the scenes that once again, the health expo might be, you know, uh, what a lot of folks, when they think about the health, the health gap, the, the center for closing the health gap, uh, when they think about um, us, they, they think about, you know, the health expo. But it's so much work that's being done throughout the year. And I think what COVID allowed is for everyone to see that, hey, Expo or not, um, we're here. We're here, and um, we're here for the people. And I and I'm I'm honored to be a part of this organization. Well, I, I think that the Center for Closing Graph has always been there. You know, telling people to um, the health disparities within the Black community are real. And I think COVID was the best example of what was happening. Um, but also, people are a little skittish about, um, I mean, we've always, there are some people who are always skittish about being around the medical community, getting their checkups, watching their sugar and, you know, that type of thing and the high blood pressure and the heart disease. But COVID took it to a new level for the Black community. And then there were a lot of people who were just not wanting to do the vac vaccine. I mean, there are those of us who did get vaccinated and have gotten the first or second booster than those who, who still are not vaccinated, vaccinated to this day. I would just say four on Saturday. What is the best, really truly, are you, did, I, I guess I would just say for Saturday, just encouraging, are, you're just encouraging everyone to come out, forget what you heard and just be and take care of yourself. I, I, absolutely. I, absolutely. And that's the great thing about this year's Expo. And once again, um, everybody, everybody has is, is responsible for, you know, not just themselves, but the, but the, the folks around them as well. And, and that includes how you take care of them, how you take care of yourself. And once again, we we are here to provide information that allows you to 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 use, allows you and to have the tools to make those proper decisions and that, that are that are, you know, best for you and your family. But that's not what just this event is going to encounter and have. You, you're, there's so much for everybody at, at this health expo, right? Like, like I said before, if you're if you're somebody that just wants to come out and just get a good workout in, right? You know that we have a lot of individuals that like those early morning get up and go type of workouts. We have that this year. I'm moving and grooving at the green. Taste of fitness um, in the city. It's the first ever. It's like a part one. We, we're calling it the taste of fitness in the city because it's very similar to the taste of Cincinnati, but it's also similar to speed dating where you're getting 10 minutes of an intense workout from multiple um, workout um, professionals throughout the community. So you're starting off at 8.30. So the Health Expo this year at 8.30, you can come on out. You'll get yoga at 8.40. And then at 8.50, you'll get a professional basketball trainer who's going to get out there and get you some type of those type of drills, get you moving. Then you have a hula hoop workout, African dance workout. Then we also have some fitness coaching, you know, body by Rico that's going to get a group high and low personal training workout. And then you also have some strength training as well. So you'll get all of that from 8.30 to 10, 10 o'clock. And once again, it's, it's, it's so much entertainment that's going on as well, because as you move towards that, we can talk about what's taking place on the main stage, 
but we're having so many great activities, so many folks coming on out. So we start off, as we talked about before, with our workout. Then we have Starlit Fitness, who will be there at 1015 to 1055 on our main stage. Then at 11 o'clock to 12, to 12 o'clock, there'll be a special tribute to the Clark sisters that Romac is doing that's just absolutely phenomenal. The, the art that they'll be showing is going to be absolutely phenomenal. So I encourage everybody to get there at 11 o'clock or before 11 o'clock, actually. Um, at 12 at, um, at twelve o'clock, we have uh, Papa Gore, one of our young rappers who will be out there. Then we have DJ Ari, one of our young female DJs, well, I'm so excited to hear how she's going to keep the party going from 1 to 3. Then Young Cheese, another young rapper from 3 to 3.30. Then we get DJ Ari coming back again with some special acknowledgments. Then Tyshawn Coakley comes out. And, you know, everybody loves to hear his voice. And also, love, I hope he's also bringing a couple of snacks, too. I know it's the Health Expo. <laughs> we can also get some, um, <laughs> some, 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 uh, some healthier snacks after all, all of our uh, workouts that we've done throughout the day. Then we get uh, we get the Japanese band, the R and B band, and we finishes off with Rex Sexton playing and playing the saxophone and getting some nice jazz. So once again, you get a workout in during the day. You also get some great music during the day. And then lastly, if you're one that wants a more full, intense, isolated workout, we have the whole moving and grooving stage that we traditionally have on 30 minute workouts. So. Starless Trap Fitness is going to go from the main stage. This is going to do another 30-minute workout in the uh, in the movie in the Groover Pavilion. Next will be yoga at 11:30 to 12. You get an extreme step workout from 12 to 12:30. Then from 12:30 um, to 12:45, you're going to get a nice stretch from Kirby Cardio. And then from 12:45 to one, she's going to put you through a great workout. From one to 1:30, you get the BBF Health and Forever workout. 132, throwback aerobics, which once again, looking forward to hearing some great throwback music from 2 to 2.30, body revamp fitness, some cardio, body weight and exercises, 2.30 to 3, dance fitness and refined studios, 3 to 3.30, some great Zumba, and last but not least, 3.30 to 4 o'clock, the Metro City Dance Association doing some great line dancing, so those are how you're going to be able to stay moving and grooving and stay um, and stay uh, moving throughout the piece. And also, if you just want to go off and just dance, there's going to be a lot of great entertainment um, on the green as well. And okay. uh, once again, that's just the entertainment side of it. Okay, Duran, you just made me tired of just listening to all that exercise that's going to be happening. Oh, my <laughs> God. I mean, but I'll be there because I want to see what's going on and moving and grooving. I'm moving a little slower. I have a little, a little arthritis in my knees, but that has not stopped me from enjoying myself and entertaining and dancing. But I'm looking forward to it. And that's the great part about all of these professionals, right, is that they're going to have the modified versions. I'm sure they're going to have the high-intense versions. This health expo is for everyone. So, well, you know, if well, I, like the old, the old sayings goes, if you can crawl, crawl. If you can walk, walk. If you can run, run. If you can leap, do that as well. But I believe this is an opportunity for everybody to come out, get their heart going a little bit, you know, get a great exercise in, you know, check out our vendors. But more importantly, make sure they get their screenings done. Well, and, I, that, and, that's, the, and that's, the, that's the best part about it. And all the great screenings that they have, Andrea, from blood glucose, you know, get your blood pressure, your BMIs, waist circumference, cholesterol, we also have a colon screening and a mammogram screening as well. Mm -hmm. And your prostate. Like these things are important and these are life-saving screenings 
that we're offering completely for free. So I know we talked about, you know, making sure that, you know, we have COVID tests available. We have our, our, our opportunity to get vaccines available. But these are some life-saving tests, whether for lung cancer, throat and neck cancer, for our risk assessment, our women's service information, you know, stop the bleeding information, fire prevention, organ donation. There's a lot of great information and a lot of great educational resources in our screening area, even from our oral health and our black men's meditation. There's no, once again, I don't want to say there's no reason for nobody to come out because I can't speak to the next man. But as I look through it, I know myself and I know my family. I have encouraged them all to come out and get this, this opportunity because it's free. How do you be free? You know, you health free. Free I mean, And I know every year there is at least a story of someone's life is being saved because they came to the health expo, got checked, and then were taken to the hospital for immediate attention because they were either not paying attention or they were unaware they had a certain situation and they, their lives got saved. So it, 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 I know there's good work, good work to be had. I have a curiosity question. So in terms of we're going to be exercising, hanging out, talking, moving and grooving, but food. Yes, ma'am. Well, what kind yes, of food are we going to see there? I know they're going to have healthy choices, but will there be a few unhealthy choices? <laughs> So, I know that's, that's bad in so, me, I know, but. Yeah, so, so we have, we have our food truck vendors that will be there. Um, there there's, there's nine food trucks. Ooh. So once again, there's, there you have a plethora of opportunities to, to, to have that option. Um, there, there's, there's, once again, they <laughs> don't, don't want to get folks too hungry. I want to give it away of the type of food that'll be there. But the, for example, I know that, uh, the, there's a place that you'll be able to get myself a great vegan burger that tastes just like, you know, anything that, that you had at any type of ballpark that'll be around there as well. So there's, there's, there's going to be some great eating there, um, some great healthy eating there. Uh, but it also some, um, after you, like I said before, after you get your workout in, some, 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 some eating that some might say, is unhealthy and it's not necessarily unhealthy, right? It's about portion controls. And these are all things that you'll be able to ask the doctors, you'll be able to ask the physicians and the health professionals that are going to be on site. Like if you if you feel like you have a guilty conscience and all, might say, man, am I taking too much? Learning how to, you know, understand how to read the back of a food label or not, or not necessarily the back of a food label, but understand how many, you know, nutrients or how many cholesterol and how much you know how much uh, good or bad things are in that food you're about to intake you can get all that information and, and you can make a responsible decision and that's that what we're encouraging people to do is make responsible decisions and with all the information that's there the more knowledge you have the more opportunity that you can go about and living right and that's definitely what we're encouraging everybody to do right get the right information move right in the uh, in the moving and grooving stage, you know, eat right, we're our good food vendors, but also make sure you get the right information so you can live right and make good health choices as well. Well, I thank you, Durant, for coming. I'm looking forward to it because it sounds like you're going to not only take care of the body, but you're going to feed the, the, the soul and we're going to have good food, good information, be inspired. And I'm looking forward to it because I will be down there, rain or shine, I will be down there at Washington Park to have a good time. So I yes, thank ma'am. you for coming on board. I know everyone is looking forward to the Health Expo. 
on Saturday, April 30th. Can, if they want more information, where can they go real quick to get it? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. If you want, want more information, please check our website at www.closingthehealthgap.org. Once again, that's www.closingthehealthgap.org. And I would just want to get, once again say, you know, thanks to all of our volunteers, all of our wonderful sponsors, our great board of directors, and once again, our, our wonderful CEO uh, and president, Renee Mahathias. None of this is possible without those great volunteers and then our great sponsors that make this possible. So once again, April 30th, Washington Park, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Please come on out um, uh, to the Health Expo 18th Annual. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to having you guys. And thank you, our listeners, for coming on and listening to the podcast. Um, you can find more information about today's topic and past podcast, podcast episodes at www.thecincinnatiherald.com, the SESH newsletter, and or our social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast app. Our podcast is on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, the Facebook Modal app, YouTube, and Google Podcasts. I'm Andrea Carter, again, filling in for our vacation in John Reese, and I hope everyone has a great day.